Next on BYUSN, the 2023 Big 12 Football Media Days finale from AT&T Stadium. The best of the best from our three days of extensive coverage in Arlington. Including BYU wide receiver Cody Epps. We'll talk about his return to the Cougars. And Baylor head coach Dave Aranda tells us how football is a playful worship. And Houston head coach Dana Holgerson tells us his unique connection to BYU and the effect that BYU has on his offense to this day. All this and more on BYU Sports Nation starting now. It's a triple threat, if you will. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Once again, from AT&T Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington, Texas, I am Spencer Linton alongside a dynamic duo of Dave McCann and Jason Shepard. What a week for BYU football to come down here and experience this Big 12 Media Day phenomenon. I think we all had high expectations and we're excited about this, but personally speaking, it exceeded my expectations. The grandeur of all of this was uh, it was something. I mean, Shep, you did 40-plus interviews with players and coaches. Dave, you are a point man out in the middle of the field taking in the sights and the sounds and all the interviews from the top players and coaches. And then here on BYU Sports Station, we did 27 interviews. It, yeah. It's just been nonstop from the start. It, there's a great feeling of belonging. And that's an interesting feeling for a, a program that hasn't belonged for 12 years, right? So you, you take that walk down into the stadium, which we showed you a moment ago, and, and uh, everyone, uh, the media that cover the league, they know BYU TV. They know where they are, know where we are. They know what we do. And so it was interesting. The football players come in. Everyone knows about BYU. And it wasn't a, hey, who are you guys? It was almost like, uh, seems like you guys have been here before. And, and that was an interesting feeling of, of belonging. And, and BYU's longed to belong for a long time. It's nice to have it back. Yeah, and Spencer, I think you used the, the perfect word grand. Everything about this was grand. It was on a big stage, and everything was as professional as it could be. And the fact that we're here at the home of the Dallas Cowboys and all the press conferences are on the field, we're having lunch near the goal line here you know, at AT&T Stadium. I, I think that to echo what you said we all had very high expectations and were very excited about what these days were going to be like and the fact that it far exceeded just just makes me even more happy and proud that BYU is in this conference and think about it uh, they extend the championship game which is played here at the stadium through 2030 so that gives BYU a handful of shots to bring the football team here and play in this setting for all the marbles in the Big 12. And uh, is it possible? Absolutely it is. Between now and then, how soon? We don't know. But but the fact that that this is the place you want to get to, and now that we've seen it and felt it, and you want to get here soon, I, I just think that the future is so big for in the Big 12. I had a friend of mine, the former president of BYU alumni, send me a message yesterday and ask, okay, after all of that, What's your number one takeaway from all of this? And I immediately texted back to him the almost unbelievable tie that most of the head coaches in this conference have to Lavelle Edwards or BYU and that coaching tree in some way, shape, or fashion. Like yeah. to hear them opine about, you know, BYU and what they think they can do, but, you know, throw it back to, well, 
I'm not going to overlook BYU because I experienced this against them in a previous game, or I worked with Lavelle Edwards, or I worked with Mike Leach. Like, just so many different ties from all of these schools and teams directly to BYU's legacy. I thought that was fascinating. And everybody's aware of it. Everybody knows who BYU is. And one of the things that I really took away from this experience was in talking with all the players and asking them about the new teams coming in, obviously specifically BYU, but all four teams coming in, genuinely they were excited. It it felt real. But I, I think beyond just the fact that they were excited to have them in, I think one of the reasons they were excited to have these schools come in is because of what it means. The the solid footing that it puts this conference in and everyone realizes that these teams coming in regardless of Oklahoma and Texas on their way out after this season. The four teams coming in and who knows what may or may not happen with expansion. The conference is in a really good spot. And the BYU players that came in to represent did a great job. They they wowed the uh, media and, uh, and and represented. Yeah, speaking of one of those BYU players, Cody Epps, the BYU wide receiver, was one of our esteemed guests. And before we get into this interview, we should uh, mention that this interview segment is presented by Feastbox, donating 10% of every order to Full of Hope, a charitable organization that feeds hungry families. We had the opportunity to ask Cody finally, about his interesting offseason, the venture into the transfer portal, thought he was leaving, came back to BYU, and now he's all bought in. So where does he see himself in this BYU offense moving forward? Here's Cody Epps on BYU Sports Nation. Cody, what are your initial impressions of AT&T Stadium and Big 12 Media Days? Um, it's kind of eye-opening um, about just football and like the environment that football brings to people being able to connect people in the stadium like this is like super grand and super luxurious it's like it's like a luxurious stadium so it's it's a blessing to be here i'm so gracious to be with my teammates with my coaches tom and just um being able to be in this building is like a blessing like you know it's like a dream come true to be able to be in here with this media day so we liked how media day went in the BYU broadcasting building for the last 11 12 years but this is better okay this is awesome okay let's first uh, let's talk about some drip here first the suit tell us about the suit because you look good so thank you so um yeah it's actually a very so we're gonna shout out dc tuxedo shop oh, we okay. love dc tuxedos. in provo yeah we're gonna shout them out right now it's we our guy chad our yeah, guy chad at dc yes. tuxedos so they got me right um i i had i have a suit but I wanted to go with something different, a different color. So I like the cream. So it looks nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, and then the plane you guys came on. Whose plane is that? I have no idea. So, but we, it was nice. Yes. But Keaton, Keaton, and I, and then Ben, we were pretending that we ordered the PJ for PJ for everybody. <laughs> so we You're call welcome. it the PJ yeah, now. Come on in. Yeah. Come wow. on in. Sit down. That was very oh, nice you of you, Cody. Yes. Flight attendant Miss Veronica, she'll take care of you. You need almonds. <laughs> you need mints. Whatever you need. A, you need a cold towel. Just just call Miss Veronica. She got it. When you signed with BYU, I mean, this wasn't like a thing. This wasn't guaranteed that no. Big Twelve or. PJ and Miss Veronica getting you a drink. That wasn't a thing. No. So how nice is this to step into another level here, not only on the field but, like, off the field, the accommodations around being in a Power 5 league? I think that on, on, on a serious note, I think it's it's a testament to our faith in God that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Because a lot of people a couple of years ago – 
complained about the certain things that we weren't getting when we were independent and the things that we were missing out on. But it's like, dude, we're stepping into the Big 12 full-fledged head-on. Like, we're not missing out on anything. Like, everything is amping up at the same time. So it isn't like one area is, you know, at a super speed and then the other areas are, like, super deficient. Like, being able to come here um, first year coming into the Big 12, like, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. an amazing experience. So I think the timing of it is, like, I, I can't imagine any other explanation than God just allowing the timing of it to work out. Now, I'm glad you brought up the words faith and the unknown and the necessity to take just some steps into the darkness because mm-hmm. don't, you don't really know what's going to happen. And you've gone through an interesting offseason as well. Mm-hmm. And um, now you're back at BYU. So how would you explain and define the last five months of your life? Um, first of all, the last five months of my life have been a lot of golf. <laughs> I've been playing a lot That's of golf. That's the first yes. thing. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Yes. I love so it. I'm trying to get my golf game right. Okay. So that's number that's number one. Number one. Okay. Yes. So but um honestly, man, with the transfer portal stuff and spring ball and all that type of stuff, it, it's been a it's been a it's been something pivotal in my life and decision making as well. Um the graciousness that I have to be able to play football, to be able to be at this university with the fan base that we have, to be around, have a media team of our own sure. that I can talk to and you guys know me on a on a deeper level than just knowing me as a football player. It's something that like I can't, I can't really grasp the right words to say about it other than I'm just so gracious. Yeah. The, the last five months have been, it's been, you know, I had two days of a rocky, you know, up and down emotional um, slope, but I mean, being here right now, like, I, I'm not even thinking about that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just so blessed and so so happy to be a part of this, so happy to be a part of this Cougar Nation and just so eager to get out and uh, make everybody proud. Yeah, well, I can speak collectively for the fan base and for BYU Sports Station. We're glad to have you with us. <laughs> oh, 100%. Right? We're yes. so glad you're here. It was yeah. you and Lauren Gustin that, like, <laughs> like, showed us one thing and then came back, which yeah. was fun. Okay, you had a busy offseason, too, with not only golf, but you went to Europe uh, on a study abroad. How was that? Yes, it was amazing. Um, another experience that I'm gracious that, um, Mr. Tom Homo and our, our academic, um, you know, faculty allowed me and put together so that I can take that trip. But it was uh, another eye opening experience being able to go study commercial real estate out there. I'm really into business. That's what I'm in the uh, business management program, um, in, in the Marriott, um, center. And it's just, you know, like you're studying different cultures, you're studying different people. So it's like, and it was right after the transfer portal stuff. It was like yeah. three days after. So, so there was a chance you didn't go on the trip, or were you going regardless? No, there was a chance I wasn't going on the trip. So that trip days. maybe kept you back too at BYU? No. It, had, <laughs> yeah, no. it, was, all, it was all my team and football, my coach. It, it, it it. Had and all the weddings the you had to go to. Yes, you know, yeah, which yeah, yeah, which I was so excited. Where, it was where? actually Ethan Slade's wedding that I went to. That you got to go to Ethan Slade's wedding. Yes, I know. Where did you go in Europe? So I went to Germany, um, Germany, London, Paris. That's quite the trip, Hopefully I'm not missing anything. Other place, <laughs> Amsterdam. That's oh, you went to Amsterdam, Amsterdam, dude. Yes. Oh, you know, just a little uh, place just called a, Amsterdam. Yeah. Just four countries wow. uh, in twelve days, I think you said. It was, I think it was somewhere around that. It was, yeah. it was, it's we. So many things happened in that small window that I can't remember everything. And Malik Moore was, was with you. Yes, Malik Moore was with me. That's He's my okay. roommate too. He's a he seems like a good hang. Yes, he like great the best hang. hang. Great hang. Yeah. Yes. Are you a better golfer than him? So. Leak has got the best of me the last couple of times we played. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm just better than Leak. What I will say, though, is there's been days where I've had a great day and he hasn't had such a great day, but the last two times he's had a better day. So. Okay. 
The competition continues. Yes, yes. Will you clear up what the injury was with you last year? People thought it was an elbow against Liberty? Was, oh, a lot of people thought it was my wrist. Oh, thought it was your wrist. Yes. But it was... It was my shoulder. It was your it shoulder. It was my labrum. I had, it was super minor. It was just little, you know... Was it surgery tiny. or non-surgical? Yeah, surgical. Surgical. But it wasn't the heavy-duty surgery. They went in there with, like, a arthroscopic... It was arthroscopic. Arthroscopic, arthroscopic. arthroscopic. yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're doctors. We know exactly what <laughs> yeah, we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we at least know that much. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we know. So. Cody Epps is with us on BYU Sports Nation. And for the record, you said commercial real estate. We know a guy, David Nixon, who's heavily involled. He's part of our BYU TV crew, so we'll have to okay. connect you guys he's later. Commercial yeah. real estate, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's very exactly. successful, so yes. we, we can make that conversation yes, happen yes, a little yes. bit later. We got you. Yes. Uh, BYU picked to finish 11th. And on the surface, you look at that and think, the disrespect – this conference is loaded, mm-hmm. and you lose your quarterback, but you bring back your good friend Keaton Slovis. And yeah. there are some question marks certainly around BYU. What was your initial reaction to being picked to finish 11th, and how does that in turn motivate you? So funny thing is, man, I don't have notifications on on Twitter because those stuff typically drop on Twitter, right? I don't have the notifications on, so I never know when that stuff drops. I think my dad sent me a screenshot or something like that. <laughs> and honestly, man, I don't have any feelings towards it. Like, I'm just, like I said, like, I'm just so happy to be working out with our new strength coach, Coach Phyllis, and the group of guys that he's rallied together, Kobe, Dr. Skyler Main, Coach Dalton, Coach Kalani, um, all the strength coaches that we have. And we're working every single morning, every single day, um, doing it the right way, doing PRPs. Those are the things that I'm focused on right now. I'm not focused on any rankings or any football games. Of course, I'm focused on getting through fall camp, having a successful fall camp, and grinding and competing against the defense, and then getting to our first game. But I'm not really focused on where we rank ourselves. May you have more 100-yard games against P5 competition like last year. Notre Dame and Arkansas, those are two of your biggest games. Mm -hmm. And now you have 10 P5s this year to prove it against. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, we'll see. I just got to keep putting the work in. We'll see. Um, the chips are going to fall. Wherever Coach Arod needs me to line up, wherever Coach Fessy needs me to be, that's where I want to be, whether it's in a run game, whether it's in a pass game. I just want to be super active and efficient in my role, doing my 1-11th every play. So, Cody, we're so glad you're healthy. Yes. And you're looking great. Thank you. And that you're back at BYU. Thanks yes. for the time, man. Enjoy the rest Thanks of your media days. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. This was the first time we really had the chance to talk to him about that turbulent period, if you will, where he declared kind of last second to hop into the transfer portal to test the waters and then ultimately swung back to BYU and and landed again with the Cougars. And, uh, you know, he didn't get into it in detail, but what he did affirm was it was clear when I came back and thought about, you know, the media and how they handle me here and the fan reception and my relationships with all of my teammates and weddings. Like, if I went somewhere else, I clearly was not going to have that. Maybe you have more money, but you're not going to have this firm foundation, if you will, that you have with BYU already. And there's no guarantee that you're going to have more playing time. That, a great point. You got you have all your opportunity right here. Out on Media Row, the Radio Row, and with the general print media, people love Cody Epps here in Dallas. And I heard a couple why. of guys yeah. talking about him uh, just to themselves, uh, not from our media market. They're talking about that Cody Epps. I'm looking forward to seeing him play because they were so impressed with his interview. And, uh, and Cody Cody delivered the goods in his visit down here. Well, and I did a, a separate interview with him on top of this, and he said almost the exact same thing to me 
about the two days of craziness. And it's clear to me that he wants to make sure that those two days of craziness doesn't define yes. his season yeah. coming up. And I, and I don't think it will. We know how great of a player he is. He's an awesome guy. And Cougar fans are so happy. We're all happy to see him back in a BYU uniform. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When there was an uproar and fans were upset, that's the greatest compliment they could ever pay Cody Epps because yeah. he's a great player yes. and a great person, and they don't want to lose him. No. So, yeah. when you and, announce they you're gonna, and they And they did. And they did. We're all happy. All right, up next, an emotional interview with the head coach of Baylor football, Dave Aranda. He's got some unique perspective on how to balance life, faith, and football. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is sponsored by Feastbox Global Grill, a unique dining experience featuring Texas, Hawaiian, and Korean meats. Time to feast. We are live once again in Arlington, Texas for Big 12 Media Days. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up today with Dave McCann and Jason Shepard. Cannot wait for all of you to hear this interview with Baylor head coach Dave Aranda, where he addresses some difficult topics. Recently lost his father, showed up at Big 12 Media Days. He discusses football and faith and how to balance those two very different things. Dave Aranda, the Baylor head coach. Coach, it's great to have you as part of uh, Big 12 Media Day coverage on BYU Sports Nation. We know that uh, Kalani Satake has great respect for you, and so we appreciate the time today. No, happy to be with you guys. We talked to uh, a couple of your players, most recently Blake Shapin, uh, your quarterback, and Jeff Grimes has been uber complimentary. And we, we now understand why. I mean, cool, cool character, um, great kid. But why do you like what Blake is going to do for your team as you push forward into uh, the next year of Big 12 play? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, in, with Blake, I, you go back to the champ, championship game, and we're playing Oklahoma State here, and um, – you know, he's starting that thing, whatever the percentage was. I mean, whatever he was hitting or trying to hit, he was right on target with it. And for a lot of that year, that was Blake, you know. And then I go back to, you know, high school, that was Blake. And so the first adversity, really, that he went through was last year. And some of it was at y'all's place with just the crowd and the night environment and all of it. And so I think, you know, to um, to face that adversity kind of... Um, you know, there's a dark night in the soul that comes with that. And um, to really kind of look into, hey, these are the things I can do better. But then, you know, if um, if it was just adversity, that'd be one thing. But then it's all the haters, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's all of the criticism and all of it. And so there's a great line in T.S. Eliot, and he says, you know, um, you know, teach us to care and not to care. Mm. Teach us to sit still. And so I think, like, you know, that's... I think of Blake when I think of that because I think like here's things that we can get better at, here's things we gotta care about, here's all these other things, right? That that are attachments that you don't need. You don't need to care about these things, but you gotta build. And then in the storm, you've got to be at the center of it, in the eye of the storm, sit still, right? And so I think you know that is when he's at his best. That was the championship game here a couple of years ago, and so you know there's almost like a first naivete where you don't know, you don't know, and then then you know, it kind of hits you. So then there's a second navigate that you go through. And so I think for all of us, I know I've been through that a couple of times and then to see him go through it in a real public way 
makes you want to root for him, you know. And so we're we're uh, we're excited about him and just the confidence he's playing with. And you know, there's times where he struggled in the spring with scrimmage or and that in the beginning of it. But then, you know, whereas a year ago that would if he started struggled in the first quarter, then the rest of the scrimmage wasn't great. You know, this spring he starts maybe some struggle in a drive or something, right back and took off right after it. You know, and so like the that just kind of showed the growth of it. Like, yeah. hey, I see you adversity. I see you old friend. You know, and just like this, <laughs> yeah. and it's just way different than before. It was the hideouts and the you know on the whole thing, and so yeah, happy for him, man. Excited for him. There's uh, football adversity, then there's real adversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to hear about the passing of your father this week. No, thank you. Um, yet you're still here. Yeah. Um, why was it important for you to be here this week in spite of a, a tough situation in your family? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, um, um, yeah, my dad, I, you know, so love my dad. I'm going to miss him. I, you know, the, you know, he had stage four pancreatic cancer. And so the, that, uh, my dad called me, this was back probably in May, and he let me know. Um, they say it's six months. Yeah. And, um, you know, was, dad was really weak from arthritis medication, diabetes and things. And so he wasn't eating really during any of this time. And so it just wasn't, you know, they couldn't do any medicine for the cancer because that alone would kill him. And so I went to go see him and uh, right when I found out and was able to spend some good time with him. And uh, we were on vacation, actually. We were in Hawaii and uh, my mom called and said, Hey, Dave, you know, your dad's really is taking a turn for the worse. The the hospice person that was there at the house saying, hey, if you want people to come and see him, this is the time. And so I'd set a flight right the next day to come. And then I wake up the next day and my mom called and that he had passed in the night, you know. And so I, I feel good knowing that I got to say I love him and hug him and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I just... Um, I think he'd want me to be here. You know, the, I leave after this to go to California. And, uh, you know, we have a celebration of his life on Sunday. And so there's going to be, he impacted so many people, man. I, you know, one of my memories of my dad is that um, if we were to go to like a, uh, you know, uh, you name it, a uh, 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 grocery store or, uh, you know, a car, a car parts store, it was never just straight home. We'd always go to an uncle's house or an aunt's <laughs> house, a cousin's house, or always, you know. And so it was always just about family yeah, and just yeah. about, you know, connecting people and, hey, this is really, this is your history. This is who you are. And so all them people are going to be at this thing on Sunday. So it would be way cool for my, you know, my kids to see them all. And when I was growing up with my dad, like, we never went on vacations. We'd just stay at grandma's house, you know. And so I just think, um, you know, I think one of the legacies is going to be just he was all about family from the beginning. And just yeah. that, you know, that's a great it's a great motivation for me to to um, I'm proud to be a son, but I want to live that life that he lived too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Um, you're very public about your faith and um, obviously going through a significant trial here, but uh 
great to hear you talk about your father and, and overcoming what is, is a unique challenge of, of losing a parent. I've gone through it myself. It's, it's hard to explain mm-hmm. until it actually happens. Um, but there's this spiritual connection that BYU and the community at BYU has with your perspective and with Baylor. And it's, it's a unique dynamic. Um, what have your observations been of the Baylor and BYU relationship as now BYU comes into the conference with that faith-based perspective? No, very cool. Yeah, I appreciate your question. I think, um, yeah, the, the, you know, athletes just aren't cogs in a machine, that they're fully formed in the image of God, that, um, you know, sport can almost be like a playful worship. It can be an expression of who they are. And I just think like the... You know, what that's, so we talk a lot about true self and false self at Baylor. And, and you know, so what that's not is like, um, here I am with a mercenary's heart and whatever the highest bidder is, that's what gets my devotion. That's what gets my, that's not, the, so it would not be that. And I just think college football now is just, uh, is almost overrun with that, whether it's the, you know the 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 revenue that has to be has to come by or the winning at all costs and just all of it and so to keep your focus on just your people and just who are they becoming is a result of all of this right and how are they solidifying their faith and how are they you know when you know yourself then you can be yourself so like i come into this room this is me i go into that room that's me I go into that room over there, that's me. We're not putting on, you know, acts or roles or any of that. And so you know yourself, you can be yourself. Then you can express yourself. So a game or um, um, a game becomes an opportunity for pure performance where it's like, this is me, man, right? This is my, no different than how many roles of Spider-Man has there been, but each actor brings his own thing to it, right? Or here's a song that's been sung by however many people, but this artist brings their own thing to it. I think that's what can happen, and and for you to to be your fully realized self is who you are with Christ and with God, and so, and then you know to check yourself, and so like that the check yourself thing might be the most the the thing that is where I spend most of my time. It's like mm. you know here I am, you know I just had this conversation with someone yesterday, and uh, I was kind of getting pissed off, and I just didn't treat him, I didn't give him full attention, I didn't you know. But now I know what it feels like when that's coming up and coming up inside of me, and I didn't like it, and you know I want to do better. So here's I I know what it feels like. So now next time it comes, right, I can handle that better, and I can respect the person I'm with better. Like those are like the self awareness of it is not like right or wrong, but you know is it helpful or is it not? Here's how we can we can you know we can get we can be better. And so I I just think like um. Those things, sport gives us the opportunity for, like we were talking about with Blake, because guys go through the ringer, man, you know? And if your focus ain't on that, then they're going to go through that alone. And that's a shame. Yeah. That's fascinating. I've never thought about football as playful worship in that mm-hmm. way. That's awesome. And I've loved the connection last couple of years of not just playing, but obviously connections with Jeff Grimes and Eric Pateos, now the Barringtons, Caleb Lohner on the basketball team. And it's a respectful uh, competition. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. The game in 21, all the BYU fans I've talked to, including relatives, love their experience at the stadium and with the fans. In 22, 
Baylor fans expressed love being there. And those were two, especially 22. Crazy game, hard mm-hmm. to get a yard. I wish we were playing this mm-hmm. year. Um, but what is what is this relationship perhaps look like going forward between these two schools, in your opinion? I think it continues. I think uh, defensively, similarly, similarly structured. I think offensively, for sure, you know, similarly structured. And then I think, um, you know, Kalani, I remember meeting with Kalani at Gary Anderson's house. Um, or first, I mean, there, was a, there was a football clinic in Maui. I remember I was coaching in Hawaii, and um, Gary was there, and, and um, Gary introduced me to Kalani. And I was hanging out with Kalani. He's the coolest dude. And then <laughs> later, I, I'm coaching for Gary at Utah State, and uh, Gary would have the families over to his house, and Kalani would, like, always be there, you know? And so I'm trying to meet him and get to know him better, and we're talking ball, and when I was at Wisconsin, Kalani came and visited. And so, yeah, there's just so many a-holes in the business that when you see someone that's not and is really trying to, I think, like, um, was it Franz Kafka has a quote of, like, you know, I, I I showed up to the party with my real face, and I'm ashamed to say that you know everyone else had their mask on. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's like to 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 see Kalani kind of go through it is just it gives me strength, and I think it gives other guys strength too that you don't have to be a certain way. Yeah, Coach, it's been great to have you on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we look forward to the the budding friendly rivalry that will continue between BYU and Baylor in the Big Twelve and appreciate how respectful you are of, of uh, our community and of uh, the BYU fan base, and we hope you feel that in turn with BYU fans toward Baylor. No, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And go beat Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. Do it. Do it for us. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all. Oh, we know BYU fans are wearing green and gold when Baylor uh, hosts Utah early Maybe in the, the best season. way to end an interview ever. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was a unique take on football, yeah. and Dave Aranda, he makes no bones about it, very, very faith-oriented man. Yeah, the one thing that I always think of, the one word every time I hear Dave Aranda speak is cerebral. He's very cerebral. He's very thoughtful. And I know last year from a win-loss record was not the year that Baylor had hoped for, but Baylor fans... You have nothing to worry about with that man at the helm. It's going to be a tough year for him. Uh, it's hard to lose your dad. Oh, man. We've both lost our dads. Yeah. You enjoy your dad because they're great while they're here. Um, his team's going to need to rally around him. Mm. Uh, they got a challenging schedule and all that. But 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 when you lose your dad, you, you, you lose a piece of you. And, um, and, and here on the cusp of a very challenging football season, we wish him and his family the very best. Absolutely. Well said. After the break, we continue our interviews with the head coaches around the Big 12, specifically with Houston head coach Dana Holgerson, who has endeared himself to some BYU fans. He tells us how much influence BYU's legacy has had on his current offense and more. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wham. And there's the screen. It's golden. Matthew Golden has got an angle. Touchdown, Houston. So underneath, well read by Houston defensively. Gets it into Campbell's hands again. He's been outstanding. The leader, captain of the team, number three. Second effort. It is a touchdown for Houston. 
It's a Cougar connection in the Big 12 now in Houston there. Welcome back to AT&T Stadium. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Dave McCann and Jason Shepard. This segment presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Our next interview features the head coach of the Houston Cougars and a guy who knows BYU from his days at West Virginia and even before that. Here's Dana Holgerson on BYUSN. Coach, we feel like this is a Cougar connection here uh, with Houston and BYU now. we got to uh, stick together. Two of the Let's four see. new members of the Big 12. Um, but this is this is almost an old hat for you. literally have coached in the Big 12 before in your time at West Virginia, and now you're at Houston. So how is it for you to be back emotionally but uh, coaching a different program? Uh, well, go Cougs. Right? <laughs> so uh, we, can, we can start with that. Uh, we don't play each other next year, so we can be the best of friends here. Yes. You know. If, I've seen uh, Kalani at like three different spots over the course of the last few months, and you know we've sat down and talked a lot. You know he's a awesome guy and a awesome coach. Um, you know, and I've I've competed against him a couple of times. I I won one at West Virginia in sixteen, you know, and then they got us in Houston in, in twenty. Uh, but uh, just uh, awesome guy and runs a great program. Um, so I'm a big fan, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, I was two things. Um, you know, I was uh, from a personal standpoint. I was in the Big Twelve for seventeen years. You yeah. know, I was you know eight years at Texas Tech, you know, one year at Oklahoma State, and then seven of the eight years was at uh, at West Virginia. So it's 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 a little bit of an old, uh, you know, uh, war war down hat for me. You know, to say the least. I know everything about you know most of these people. And then, you know, the 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 new schools coming in. You know, I know a little bit about BYU. What I just said. You know, Cincinnati. We've we've, we've played them four times in the last four years. Central Florida. We've Got got a pass with them, and then you go back to the history of the old Southwest Conference with the University of Houston, uh, and rivals like Texas and Texas Tech and yeah. Baylor and TCU, you know, you know, and then you, you got some West Virginia stuff, which obviously I've got connections with. So dang, there everybody in our league or on our schedule, we got a lot of past and a lot of history with them. So it's good to be back. Are you the most connected guy in the league at this point? Is that Maybe. I've been, I've, I've, been at, I've been at four of the 14 schools, and I've played against everybody multiple, multiple times. You know, so, you know, does that do anything for you? Does it gain you an advantage? I, I, I don't know. From a preparation perspective, maybe a little bit from, you know, here's what it takes. You know, over the last 18 months, you know, we've had a lot of closed-door meetings on what staffing needs to look like, what – what budget needs to look like, what, you know, travel's going to look like, and what your team needs to look like. I think it's gave us some advantages. Uh, now, those advantages go away when it's game week. You know, everybody yeah. in the league is good. You know, everybody's been there, done that. Everybody understands the competition aspect of it. So whatever advantages it's gave me, uh, pretty much from here on out, those go away. Well, like you said, you've been coaching football a long time, and uh, you begin anew in the Big 12, but this time with Houston. So what makes this squad this year unique from the teams that you've coached in the past? I don't know yet uh, because, you know, when we, you know, spring football used to be pretty important. You know, we'd get to know our team in January, February, and then during spring practice you're trying to figure out what you got and what you don't. Uh, but that was that was really your team. And then in June you may add – 15 20 high school guys or whatever that you know really aren't going to play very much well we added 16 guys in january and then we added another uh 28 guys in june <laughs> so i literally went through spring practice with 55 percent of my roster wow and a lot of the guys coming in in june are, are transfers and guys that we're going to be counting on to, to to play so 
you know, until we come together as a, as a, as a, as an organization and change rules, which I don't know when that's going to happen. I may yeah. be retired before any of that does happen. Uh, you got to figure out your team in a short period of time. So that, you know, August is pretty important. I mean, I'll, I think camp is probably more important than it has been, you know, and then you got to be careful about wearing people out, you know, because you can do that. You can wear people out, get people hurt and, and all that. So it's just, it's just different than it's been in years past. I'm not complaining. Everybody's dealing with the same thing, you know, so it's not like somebody has an advantage and somebody doesn't. Uh, it's just different than the way it's been in the past. You certainly have a, an offensive history that uh, has a lot of influences. Were there any BYU influences and in sort of, how you've uh, shaped your offenses as you take over play calling, I think, again this year, right? Oh, absolutely. This goes back. You know, Mike Leach brought me to BYU back in 2004. Okay. Did he really? So, you know, Hal Mummy was my co- my my high my college court my college head coach was Hal Mummy, and Mike Leach was the offense coordinator. Okay, so Hal brought, you know, the the BYU passing game. Okay, so I've studied it for for decades. Okay, and you know, we sat up there, at, you know, with Norm Chow and, and watched a whole lot of stuff back in 2004. But we've been doing it for, for 15 years, you know. And so I've studied, you know, the passing game from Jim McMahon to Steve Young to Robbie Bosco to Ty Detmer. I mean, I know the whole passing game history, you know, and, and been following it for years and years. I, I went and watched when I was there with Leach. We watched the spring football um uh, uh, practice on a Saturday afternoon where Steve Ar- Sarkeesian was the quarterback. <laughs> Back and in 96? And I met him, you know, so I'm, my dates may be way off or whatever, You're but he good. was practicing, and we were there, like, studying the game and all that stuff, you know, and so I paid attention to it forever, and, and, and you know, what we do offensively has some BYU passing game currently to this day. Houston head coach Dana Holgerson is with us on BYU Sports Nation. I don't know if you're aware, but – you said some really nice things about BYU's players and Kalani, and you did today, but you did back in 2016 after the game when you were coaching and, and won that game with, with West Virginia, and you endeared yourself to BYU fans. Did you Did you know this? No, like, I didn't. I, it's, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't lie, okay? So if I said it, it's true. I mean, you know, not being able to lie hurts me in recruiting a little bit because you got to kind of pull their leg a little bit. Uh, but I've got to – unique inability to be able to lie so if i said it that's probably pretty true uh i i do i've i've known kalani for a long time you know and that 16 uh season was kind of the first time that i that i talked to him mm-hmm. uh we got a mutual friend in doug alisaia who's the the strength coach at utah up mm-hmm. the road but you know him and kalani were very close so he told like me and doug were college roommates mm. and and or i'm sorry not roommates teammates sure okay and got to know him a long time ago and so he put in a good word for him with Kalani. So Kalani figured he was going to like me. And so after the game, you know, we hugged it out and we kept in touch, you know. And, uh, you know, we got the same agent, so we've bumped into each other several times. And I've got to know him. I'm glad we don't have to play BYU this year because I'm a big fan. I'm sure that would go away here in about a year. <laughs> he cannot lie. He can't lie. He cannot. <laughs> oh, Coach, it's great to have you on BYU Sports Nation. We, we appreciate your insights and certainly the experience that you bring to the conference. Best jacket we've seen. It's, there you go. Best that jacket is... at Big 12 Media Day. I'm, so, I'm, rarely, I'm, Kalani, I said that. I'm rarely best dressed. I did see him out there. He looks yeah. pretty sharp in that suit, but yeah. I don't wear suits that's anymore. That's great. That's an yeah. acceptable red, Coach. It's not Utah red. That's, not, an, that's an acceptable you go. red. It's not crimson, so we're good. <laughs> there you go. All right, appreciate you guys. Go Thank Coach. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. 
Not often you meet a coach who can't lie, right? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey can uh, appreciate that with his time with the movie Liar Liar. I ran into to coach around the corner here. We were washing our hands in the men's room of all places, and and we started talking about BYU and Houston. And I said, you know, if there's a if there's a budding rivalry uh, for BYU, I, I said I think it could be Houston, and he agreed. And I said, especially with the, the large church membership in that part of Texas, he goes. Oh, absolutely. BYU should be in Houston. Now, he gets it, and uh, I think BYU and Houston, Cougars and Cougars, if you had to circle who's going to be our rival in the Big 12, I'm circling Houston. Yeah, it's there or Baylor. Yeah, I just love the fact that at any point, anytime somebody says, go Cougs, both both fan bases can just assume it's for them. <laughs> everyone's and everyone's going to be happy. Uh, I love the throwback to his time at Iowa Wesleyan with that? Hal Mummy going and way back. Mike Leach. Yeah, he, he knows what the BYU legacy means. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we go back to the BYU Cougars and defensive lineman Tyler Batty discussing what impact defensive coordinator Jay Hill will really have in year one. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. BYU Sports Nation rolls on from Arlington, Texas, and the home of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Big 12 Media Day coverage, and our next interview spotlights BYU defensive lineman Tyler Batty, who is finally healthy. He says he feels like he's stronger and he's got a brand-new defensive coordinator. What will it mean for the Cougars and Mr. Batty? This is our two-on-one with the BYU defensive lineman. Tyler, you are a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, and here we are in AT&T Stadium. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? That's right. So, yeah, in line with that, how is this for you as a fan of the Cowboys to be here with BYU at Big 12 Media Days in this iconic stadium? It doesn't get any better. It really doesn't. This is this has been awesome. It's been super awesome. What's this experience like to be in a Power Five league and see BYU's logo with everybody? Like it's a little more real now, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I remember, um, you know, we did a photo shoot, you know, a week or two ago, and and seeing the jerseys with the Big Twelve logo on, I was like, oh, it's it's happening. And then of course showing up today and just every, I mean, everything's branded Big Twelve. You know, it's it's officially official, and so it's it's super cool to see. I know you are the pride and joy of Pace in Utah. Okay. Onion Days? Is that what it is? <laughs> That's right, Onion, Onion Days. days. We friend- just had the Scottish Festival as well, you know. Don't 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 sleep Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. I'm friends with the mayor Bill. He's a great guy, huge <laughs> fan of the show and a huge fan of you as well. Um, but for a kid from Payson to now be playing in a Power Five conference and, and to come to Dallas and be able to go to some of these venues, like how have you kind of attempted to wrap your mind around that? Uh man, I again it's just I don't know if I have yet, you know, really, honestly, um, but it's uh, it's exciting. I just, I'm stoked. I'm sad, you know, I love football, love competitive football. Like you said, Power Five, you know, being in the Big 12 with these other teams, you know, that you grow up watching, you know, on TV, and you're just like, man, how cool would that be? And now you get the opportunity to share the field with them, you know, that's, yeah, that's a dream come true. How's the preparation been uh, on and off the field for this season, this moment? Because we've known since 2021, um, and it feels like there's been this uh, kind of ramp up in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's like you said, it's it's it was it's interesting, right? Because we've known for long enough, but now it's actually happening. Um, and so the time between, you know, when we found out when it was all announced, and now, you know, that we're here. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of things that have happened. I think. Uh, you know, of course, this off season has been the the biggest preparation 
period, right? Just because, you know, this season we're actually playing in the Big yeah. 12 and we're playing these teams, uh, you know, especially with a new defensive staff. You know, there have been a lot of changes. Um, but uh, it's been it's been cool to see the buildup. Like, all right, you know, little little things here and there, and then the fans getting into it, and then, you know, just, yeah, like I said, our gear, you know, starting to see the big logo pop up on the coaches' recruiting shirts, you know, and then, like, on our gear, it's been, it's been cool, you know what I mean, to – join a conference that's also an experience i don't feel like a lot of people get you know yeah. what i mean you join a team and they're either in a conference or like byu's been they've been independent right and so you don't really get to experience both sides let alone the process of joining a conference so that's been awesome BYU's never been excited about joining a new league until this we didn't do this with the mountain west we didn't do this with independence like this is this, this is, is unique yeah yeah when you signed up at byu like we didn't, you didn't know this was going to happen. Oh, yeah, you know no what I mean? idea. This, yeah. is, this was an ad. Right. Oh, absolutely. To to absolutely. Us. You're a car guy, Tyler. This is like a brand new Audi, man. Hey, this is. Right? This is. This is supposed to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is a brand new Audi <laughs> for you. Tyler Batty's with us on BYU Sports Nation. You have made some preseason lists. Pro Football Focus is putting out their efficiency numbers, and they're talking about the best defensive linemen coming back in the Big 12. And, your name's involved in that list. Now, what most people don't know is you've, you've played hurt a lot, Tyler. I mean, you've, you've battled through some injuries, and you just keep playing, but you haven't been 100%. So where are you now um, in health-wise as you push towards, you know, hitting one of the guys that being one of the best defensive linemen in the Big 12 coming back? Yeah, absolutely. I feel real healthy. Yeah, honestly, I feel really good. Um the body has healed up nicely, you know, from all the bruises and dings and, you know, stuff from last year. Um, so I'm honestly, I'm feeling, I'm feeling awesome. I'm feeling super awesome. And again, super stoked to, yeah, get a, get a play in a new defense in the, in the big 12. Sure. Yeah, and what, what's gone into that? Like, I think BYU fans are understandably excited about Jay Hill and the defensive changes and Sione Puha, who has quite a resume and he's going to be working closely with you and Kelly Papinga, like, what type of a difference have they really made from your vantage point? Uh, I would say a really big difference. Again, I think uh, uh, BYU fans are going to see a defense they haven't seen before. You know, and it's I think it's going to surprise a lot of them. You know, we've in the past, you know, the we've you know heard okay, you know, the defense might do this, might do that, and honestly, we've seen a lot of the same stuff. And so, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to show BYU fans, you know, what we've got in store when it comes to that because the defense is going to be yeah. it's going to be fun to watch. Um, and I'm stoked because it's going to be fun to play in. The coaches, Coach Hill, Coach Puha, Coach Papinga, all great. Um, they're just really high energy, you know, high effort type of guys and uh, and really experienced. Like you said, they all have great resumes. They all know their stuff in and out. And so uh, it's been awesome to learn from them in the short time that we have had together. Uh, it's been great to, you know, pick their brains on stuff. Safe to say the scheme is better for a player like you, right? Yes. I got yeah, if you can't tell, that's, you know, I'm really, you are I'm really stoked about that. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Tyler, it's always nice to talk to you, man, and uh, great to be here with you at Cowboy Stadium. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Dave, you and I were just talking a little bit about uh, this, um, but th there was just this lack of disruption for BYU football last year, it yeah. felt like. Yeah, they, and if, they need some chaos. And if Jay Hill's group is going to bring that, then Tyler Batty's going to be the recipient and a chance to really make some headlines. I was out on the field with him. He's looking around like a kid at Christmas. Cowboys Ring of Honor is up there, all his favorites. And if he's going to bring the rest of the defense back here, 
they got some work to do, and he's going to have to be quick. He's got two years of eligibility to make a Big 12 championship game. Yeah, Tyler is such an important piece to this defense, and the position that he plays, that whole defensive front, if they are successful this year, that BYU defense is going to be successful. He's got two years of eligibility remaining for what it's worth. But if he has a great year and goes pro, I guess that's good things for BYU, right? That That means things worked out, but he wants to come play here. Or what, yeah, still two years remaining. All right, we'll wrap up our Big 12 Media Days coverage right after this. Final thoughts on BYU Sports Nation for what has been an unforgettable three-day trip to Arlington, Texas. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation still cooking at Big 12 Media Days in the home of the Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium. Welcome back for our final thoughts and what has been an unforgettable and really, really fun trip for BYU football and members of the media covering BYU and the other Big 12 teams. This segment presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Dave and Jason, I'd just love to get your final take on on what this experience has meant to you and the fan base and to the Cougars and just your observations in that regard. Yeah, it, it means we belong. I enjoyed thoroughly talking with all of the players and coaches from all of the teams it was fun to feel their excitement for this conference the new additions and everything that's going to encompass this upcoming season it's been a blast and i cannot wait to do it again now let's get to the football of all the variety of programs we do on byu tv the, the key is so often attention to detail i've been very impressed with the big 12's attention to detail in this event Commissioner Brett Yormark and everything that he does uh, is for the betterment of the league, at least as we've seen so far, especially this week while we've been in Dallas. Attention to detail leads to big things, and uh, I I think BYU, the Big 12, the new guys, off on the right foot, ready for the games. So many great people that we can root for, except for when they play BYU. I think that's the sentiment through the whole conference, right? All right, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Our thanks to today's guests, Cody Epps, Dave Aranda, Dana Holgerson, and Tyler Batty. We did have time for Dennis. It just didn't work out, right? Sorry, Dennis. We love Dennis, especially in this stadium. For Dave McCann, Jason Shepard, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to the Lavelle Edwards family. We'll see you next time. Go Cougs!